Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. A mysterious new player emerged onto the federal climate and energy scene this week. Breaking overnight, LaFonza Butler will be the next senator from the state of California. Governor Gavin Newsom appointing her to fill the late Senator Dianne Feinstein's seat. Once sworn in, she'll be the only black woman currently serving in the U.S. Senate and the first openly LGBTQ plus person to represent California in the upper chamber. Butler was sworn in yesterday, and while liberal organizations are embracing her, she is mostly an unknown quantity to climate change and environmental activists. So today, we check in with Timothy Kama from Politico's e News about what we do know regarding Butler's track record, how environmentalists are reacting to her, and what she could mean for California as it aims to be the nation's green leader. It's Wednesday, October 4th. So Butler is coming to the Senate with a well-known record on issues like abortion rights, LGBTQ rights. She was an advisor to Kamala Harris when she ran in the 2020 presidential campaign. But when it comes to climate and energy issues, she's pretty unknown. The climate community really hasn't heard, heard about her. She has very little in terms of a record or really much known about her opinions and her positions on the big issues of the day in in energy and climate change. Got it. Okay. And you're reporting that several green groups did throw their support behind Butler, but there was concern from some other groups. Is the concern mainly about her lack of record when it comes to these issues, or could you just give us a little bit more insight into that? Right. So climate change advocates are a little bit worried about her lack of a record on climate change and energy. And it's really just about fear of the unknown. They hadn't really heard of her before. She's not in this community. She's not really active out there and had no reason in her past career to talk about these issues very much. But also she's known as a ally to Democrats and environmental groups, which are obviously mainly on the left, they are pretty welcoming to her and they realize that she's probably going to be a good ally for them on these issues. So they were generally pretty welcoming and pretty optimistic about how she'll serve out Senator Feinstein's term. And a topic that many energy and climate people will be watching in California is about the state's water rights. We know that the late Senator Dianne Feinstein had a long record of working with farmers on water issues. And I'm wondering if there's any concern from the farming community about Butler on this. Right. So the farming community is also a little bit concerned for a similar reason in that they don't know much about Butler on on these issues. As you stated, rightly, Senator Feinstein was a pretty good ally to farmers in the Central Valley and other areas where they have a lot of water infrastructure and supply issues. Joe Del Bosque, one high-profile melon farmer in the Central Valley who I spoke to, was sort of worried that that Butler might not be as much of of a positive, as much of an ally on these issues as Senator Feinstein was. Obviously, Senator Feinstein leaves big shoes on those issues and on how she dealt with people. But so there is some concern that Butler might not be up to the same caliber as Senator Feinstein was. 
And looking forward here, what can we expect from her term as senator, especially considering we don't know yet whether she has a desire to run for this full the full six year term? Right. So for the next year and change, she's going to be in the in office, of course, if she does run and win a longer term, then she'll be here longer. But we're we're sort of expecting her to stick with the Senate Democrats on a lot of things, most likely, and maybe make a name for herself in some in some areas. Again, probably relating to the areas that she's worked on before abortion rights, LGBTQ issues, things of that nature. Also, the White House says it, quote, strongly opposes House Republicans' spending bill for energy and water programs and warned that President Joe Biden would veto it should it reach his desk. House Republicans' fiscal 2024 appropriations bill would fund the Energy Department, Army Corps of Engineers, and Interior Department water programs. But it has drawn Democratic opposition because it includes cuts to funding for clean energy and climate initiatives, along with language targeting diversity and environmental justice work at federal agencies. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com meetingdemand meeting demand.